0: morning good afternoon or good evening today is friday may 6th and you are listening to rocket city lift
1: Hi everyone, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And
0: I'm Brett Goodman.
1: And we come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to read more about Saul today, but before we do that, let's begin with prayer.
0: Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we pray that as you work in the world, as you transform hearts, as you bring grace into a graceless world, that we would have eyes that see your action, that we would have ears attuned to your work, and that we would have hands and feet that would participate in what you have already begun, building your kingdom and furthering peace and mercy in this world. We pray this all in your name. Amen.
1: Amen. Listen to this story from the ninth chapter of the book of Acts, verses 1 through 19. Meanwhile, Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any who belonged to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now as he was going along and approaching Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He asked, Who are you, Lord? The reply came, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But get up and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless because they heard the voice, but saw no one. Saul got up from the ground, and though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. For three days he was without sight and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias. And he answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight. And at the house of Judas look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. At this moment he is praying and he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I've heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who invoke your name So that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes and his sight was restored. Then he got up and was baptized. And after taking some food, he regained his strength. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to to God.
0: Tara, for our Friday fun question, Mother's Day is coming up. What do you appreciate most about your mom?
1: So my mom is no longer with us, but easily the best gift she ever gave me is a love of reading. Hmm. Um, My mom read all the time. We went to the public library all the time. Um, You know, I I've seen a meme that says, you know, I'm still chasing the high of a Scholastic Book Fair, (laughs) and that's very true for me. You know, like we had we had so little, and yet I can remember taking five bucks to the book fair and I would get two new books because I'm old and books were cheap. I was like, Oh my gosh. Uh But, but that love of reading, I think is really, it has saved me Hmm. in many ways. Hmm. So thanks mama. What about you? (laughs) Uh,
0: I think in thinking about uh, my mother, that she has, I think that she has given far more to the world than she's received. Um, Hmm. I think she's been, The recipient of much love and care from her family and from her church uh, and from her community. Uh, And I think that what she has given back to her family and her church and her community much outweighs that. Um, And I think that's uh, a a pretty incredible thing for us to all strive for. Yeah. Uh, And so um, the example of that uh, is, is something I very much appreciate about her.
1: That's lovely.
0: But to our scripture, who do you identify more with, Ananias or Saul, and why?
1: So it's interesting to juxtapose the two because Mm -hmm. they both undergo a change in a way. Paul's is far more dramatic. Ananias, his change is that A, God speaks to him. B, he tries to be faithful. C, He says, he pushes back, right? I don't know
0: about that. It's
1: pretty dangerous, (laughs) Lord. It's pretty
0: dangerous. My friends have told me about that guy. Yeah.
1: And he, you know, Ananias is a follower of Jesus Christ of the way, Mm -hmm. you know, to go and stand before Saul, knowing that Saul wants to bind people Mm -hmm. and take them to Jerusalem for trial. Um, it is dangerous. But the part that struck me when we were reading it this time is that when Ananias goes to Saul, he says, Brother Saul. Hmm. Not just Saul. Brother Saul. So I think that's really interesting. Um, I identify with Paul in that I think I've had a dramatic conversion and I'm terribly hard-headed. Like, literally, the Lord would have to, like, strike me dumb to get me to pay attention to anything. Um, but, and I really... I don't feel like I'm a courageous person, but I think Ananias is. Mm. And so I wish I were a bit more like mm. that. I mean, to have the Lord blind you is going to get your attention. To have a vision, to go in front of this person who wants to kill you mm-hmm. and offer them healing. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's that's pretty brave. Mm-hmm. What about you?
0: Yeah, well, first of all, I, th- I think it's, you know, um, I think it's so great of... I think this question we should ask in like every story that we read, when Neil. we read about the characters, and if the um, answer is Jesus, you're, you're, wrong. you're in trouble. <laughs> 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 um, because yeah, I think similarly that I find elements in both. Um, the, the part of where Ananias receives a call and then, uh, talks back to God, back pushes back bit. is, is 100% me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he still goes I think that's I feel like that is I can that can describe uh, my religious life in a nutshell of of undoubtedly feeling a call to do uh, either something major and in, in a vocation or a move or something or even minor in like talking to someone who's yeah. sitting in the corner and I always have a word of excuse or <laughs> or pushback first. Um, but it does seem that usually the grace of God is, is bigger than the excuses that I come up with. Um, and, uh, I don't know if I'm still as gracious as Ananias calling Paul brother when he gets there, but, you know, he has to journey to go there, right? Uh, that, that I'm, I, I don't, I would... I'd be willing to—well, if it's me, if I'm willing to bet on Ananias, he doesn't start with Brother Paul at the start of his journey, uh, but he ends there. Uh, And so I think that that is just, like, the journey of faith in in so many ways. And, um, yeah, I mean, Saul is just—characteristically, I think, that I'm not like him in a lot of ways. Um, I mean, like, he is— as We talked about I'm a very passionate man and, and that helps them to go and do these really incredible things where I think I'm sl- slower to 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 speak. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to uh, make as many waves as Saul, uh, but it, it's it's aspirational to read about those and see what can be done in that. Right. Um, and so to see uh, the benefit of pushing yourself in different ways.
1: You know, my grandfather just cracks me up, and he once told me, um, he said, because he was Baptist, um, he said, you know, Tara, everybody gets saved, and they think they got to be the preacher, but somebody's got to be the deacon, (laughs) meaning, you know, somebody's got to do the work, somebody's got to clean the toilet Mm -hmm. and be the usher and all those Mm -hmm. sorts of things, and so sometimes... You know everybody thinks they have to be Paul, mm-hmm. who's going to do this or saul and as yeah. he is in here, right, do the big thing mm-hmm. um have this dramatic experience, but maybe we're just called to be Ananias, which is to be loving and faithful,
0: mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. to
1: people who are awful to us,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and people that scare us, yeah. you know um. People that were—I think that's probably where I most identify. Of is of like, I don't want to talk to people that intimidate me. I don't want to talk. I don't. Want, I don't want to go to that guy. Yeah. I don't want to go talk to the her or him. And yeah. like, uh, but still, the Lord says, uh, "I've, I've, I've chosen that person." Um, and and to believe that God can still work through the people that annoy me. <laughs> and
1: God chose to work through Saul. God also chose to work through Ananias, mm-hmm. and they are both equally as important. I mean, because there's no Saul without an Ananias.
0: I mean, Saul can't see without uh, the grace of God coming through Ananias. He's not gonna. He's not gonna be a missionary all through the uh, world of Rome yeah. <laughs> without sight.
1: <laughs> Ananias reminds me a little bit of every person in my life of faith who said, "You know, I think you'd be a good minister," mm. or. I think you have a gift for this. Mm. Or have you thought about going to seminary? Because there are a lot of them and it becomes this like sea of voices you can't get away from. <laughs> but, um, but I needed every one of them. Mm. So. so we will end with one of your favorites, a quote from Leo Tolstoy. Everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing himself.
0: And that's why he's one of the greatest. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. We'll be back again on Monday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen.